Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Welcome into the Crimson Corner Podcast. It's powered by kslsports.com. I'm your host, Trevor Allen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Trevor A. Sports, and also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at KSL Sports. And make sure you download the KSL Sports app. I'm going to have you guys hear from Kyle Whittingham and Utah linebacker Devin Lloyd as they get ready for the USC Trojans. Hopefully, I mean, as you guys know, Utah had their second game canceled against the UCLA Bruins, so still have not played this season. And they are the only team out of the FBS that has a schedule that has not played yet. It does sound like, and you guys will hear from Kyle Whittingham coming up, that things are changing, that it, it is trending in the right direction. Also, same as coming from USC head coach Clay Helton when he was asked by the media on the status of the game against Utah. And that game will kick off at 8.30 Mountain Time on Saturday and is going to be televised on ESPN. So here is head coach Kyle Whittingham as he met with the media on Tuesday at his weekly press conference. Okay, the first thing I'd like to say is uh, I want to acknowledge the passing of, of a Utah sports legend, uh, Bill Marcroft, uh, this past weekend. Good friend of mine, uh, when I first got the job here way back when, uh, he was a big help to me, uh, a mentor, if you will. Uh, helped me make that transition. Uh, spent a lot of time with him in those early years of my uh, head coaching career. Uh, had a chance to get to know Bill very well over the course of those last 15, 16 years, and even prior to that. But uh, he'll be missed. Uh, just uh, an icon in the uh, in Utah athletics, and and I had the opportunity to go out. With him and his wife Joyce, uh, a couple times, and and uh, respect and admiration and love that that he had for her was uh, really an inspiration to me, and, and uh, just a, a great guy. And he'll be missed, and and I just want to make sure that uh, you know we acknowledge that and, and let you know my feelings about Bill. So, so uh, rest in peace, Bill. Uh, uh, as far as football goes, uh, we've had a, a 
encouraging week so far. Uh, excellent practice yesterday. Uh, you might uh, expect that the players' spirits to be a little down because of the disappointment in the last couple of weeks, but that's not the case. They're eager and ready to go. And uh, we had, a, like I said, a very productive practice. We'll get back out on the field today. Things are trending in the right direction for us uh, as far as uh, getting back to health and getting uh, guys back uh, out on the practice field. So that's encouraging as well. And right now, all our efforts are geared towards getting ready for the USC Trojans. And uh, we kicking off, uh, hopefully, uh, Saturday night, 8.30, ESPN National TV. And so we're excited about that opportunity. So questions? Coach, what has the last two weeks been like for you and also for your players as you guys are getting ready for games and then having them being pulled away from you uh, on Friday? Uh, what has it been like emotionally and also just around the locker room? Well, it's been tough, and particularly for the players. I mean, coaches, you know, are, are probably a little more uh, emotionally able to handle that. But but players, they're competitive. They're they're looking forward to competing, and to have the uh, rug pulled out from under them at the last minute, two weekends in a row, is is difficult. But like I said, they've been uh, very resilient and shown a great deal of of resolve when they come back. And uh, so we're in a good place right now mentally. We still you know, don't don't know a lot about our football team because we haven't had a chance to play yet. But but uh, as far as their work ethic, uh, their focus, their attention to detail, it's all been very good. Just to follow up, and Trevor said, um, you know, your players are grinding all week, but you know the week is not ending in a game. Um, from a mental standpoint, an emotional standpoint, just how important is it to kind of keep tabs on your players right now? Well, it's always important to keep tabs on them, and that's uh, part of our job as as coaches is to uh, be in tune with uh, them and their lives and everything they got going on, and uh, be there not only for you know to coach football, but uh, for just uh, support in general and uh, their well-being and making sure we're tuned into that. And that's a big part of our our responsibility as coaches. We you know position control and, and uh, doing everything about your position group. Uh, academically, socially, uh, football-wise, obviously, it's just all part of the deal. So I think our, I know our assistant coaches do a great job of staying in tune with that and making sure that uh, we're uh, sensitive to, to what's going on in their lives. And just to follow that up, I know that as you guys went through last week, you guys were very close to the 53-player threshold, you know, kind of one way or the other. As this week kind of gets going here, uh, are more guys coming out of quarantine and is your 53 situation kind of looking more optimistic right now? It is. It is. We're getting more guys back, uh, both out of quarantine and also the active cases have run their course for the most part. We still have a few that uh, are are, uh, not in non-involved football-wise yet, but uh, due to come out in the next few days. But uh, we're in a much better spot right now than we were the last two weeks. And and uh, we tried to do everything in our power the last couple of weeks to play, but uh, there was, you know, between the 53 available scholarship players or, or, or and or a position group being decimated, that knocked us out of, of uh, competition. So you talk about competition every day in practice. I'm wondering with that in mind, you've still had the competition these last two weeks, but no games. Has the depth chart fluctuated in terms of guys maybe moving up and down based on these practices? It's fluctuated in guys moving up and down more so on who's available than competition and practices. We've we've had to shuffle the deck quite a few times based on the revolving door of who's in quarantine, who's got 
an active case of COVID or uh, just an injury for that matter. You know, there's, there's also you're dealing with injuries that are non-COVID related. And so that's been more of a uh, disruptor to the depth chart than has the competition. Now competition is always there and, and uh, it's always a part of the equation for us of who's going to get playing time. But, but uh, that is taking a back seat right now just to the who's healthy and who's not. And then we saw the Pac-12 put together a game basically in two days' notice, and it was played Sunday. You got the Trojans this week, but who knows next week because down in Tempe they're having issues. What are your thoughts about getting a game that isn't currently scheduled on short notice? Well, it's uh, you know it's not ideal to be able to or to have to prepare in a short period of time for a, for an opponent. Uh, I think it was 48 hours that uh, Cal had. Uh, with uh, with their last game and and uh, but if both if both teams are on the same uh, footing and it's a level playing field and uh, neither team had a, a extended period of time to prepare while the other team was thrust into a, a short window, then uh, you got to go. I mean, we got to get games in, and it's not really a factor for player health or safety. It's just a strategic factor. You know, the coach is not being able to have much time to game plan and make uh, put in uh, things specific to that particular team so as long as it's not a health or safety factor for our players we're good to go but again as, you know in a caveat to that is making sure that you know if one team had been planning all along for the possibility of playing a certain team or the other team was scheduled to play another team and at the last minute had to switch gears that uh, isn't uh, ideal but uh, you know and this, this is a unique year and unique circumstances and you've got to be ready to adapt and, and uh, make changes and be able to do things like that. So obviously, uh, you know, you're coming into the season with a young, you know, secondary primarily. Have you seen the growth from them the last two weeks that maybe gives you more confidence heading into USC this week rather than, you know, facing Arizona for the first time two weeks ago? Well, we've definitely seen growth. Uh, we've also seen uh, guys miss a bunch of practice because of uh, uh, circumstances. And so uh, it's been a little bit of, uh, you know, a, a double-edged sword where guys are, are getting better, but then guys that need reps are not available to practice and so uh, we feel like we're made, we've made progress, but we still don't know what we have. We haven't lined up against anybody yet. But uh, as far as their techniques and fundamentals and, and grasp of the scheme, you can see that uh, getting better on a daily basis. But uh, we got to line up and play somebody to really find out where we stand. Kyle, I know that things are constantly fluid in terms of personnel and who you have available on a given day. Are you still in a position right now where um, where scout team guys and walk-ons are, are getting two deep reps? That is becoming less and less the case. We've got that in a few isolated spots now, but uh, for the most part, we're in pretty good shape uh, and it's, it's uh, still not perfect, but we're in a much better spot than we have been at any point over the last two weeks. And so we, we feel like uh, we've, you know, we've got our, ourselves back into a good situation. There's still a few few guys that we're missing, but uh, hopefully we get those guys back uh, shortly. And just a quick follow-up. Um, you fielded a question before about, you know, scheduling a game on short notice, how it's not ideal, et cetera. Um, are you guys kind of actively looking across the landscape if the Arizona State game were to be canceled on November 28th, kind of seeing what the options are? Well, I don't think that would be up to us at all. I believe it'd be up to the conference and uh, we, you know, we would like to play. That's uh, the bottom line. And and to uh, 
you know, you have to have a uh, another Pac-12 team that's in the same boat because you know it's scheduled out. Everybody's got uh, opponents for the next what five weeks, and so it would have to be a situation where somebody else had a cancellation as well, and it, and it matched up on your schedule. And so that would be uh, again at the conference level and, and something they would decide. Now speaking a little bit about the game this week, uh, last year Keaton Slovis, their quarterback. Uh, he he did phenomenal things for him. He, he you know he kind of came on the scene and, and really took it by surprise. Uh, this year he's kind of started off a little bit slower, sputtered a little bit. What what are you seeing from him that 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 still gives you a challenge? And and maybe what what have you seen as the difference for him this year so far? Well, he presents a big challenge. He's a, he's an excellent quarterback. Uh, he's made some throws this year. That throw against Arizona State on the fourth and eleven to win the game was was an incredible throw. He put the ball in the only place it could have been put to to be caught. And so he's a guy that what I see on film has a lot of poise. He's composed. Nothing seems to get to him. He's uh, he's uh, got a, a real leadership quality to him. And uh, their offense seems to respond to him. Now he's got a great core of receivers to throw to. He's got a stable of backs that are very talented and a, and a very athletic offensive line. So he's got a, an outstanding supporting cast. But but uh, he's he's an excellent quarterback and and uh, has performed, in my opinion, very well the first two games. Well, looking at the big picture at this point, with all that your team's been through already, what do you hope to get out of this uh, really unique season? Well, we hope to play. First of all, we're I think we're the only Power Five team that hasn't played yet, <laughs> so that's that's uh, that's the first and foremost. Just get on the field and get in that get in an actual game. Uh, see what we got to be competitive. And we've got uh, some good things going for us on offense. We very few new players on offense. That's a, a veteran group, and so uh, we expect to be productive on offense and. And uh, really, the key is how quickly this defense can come around. But but uh, we're always looking to to uh, win the South and, and get to the championship game, and then win that. So that's that's our objective, and we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we got to start playing at some point, and hopefully, this is the week we're able to do that. Kyle, what do you make of the USC defense coming in? The Trojans have a new coordinator on defense, but you guys have also got a lot of veterans on offense. Do you feel like that that is any kind of advantage for you? It does, and uh, we also have two game tapes on them, uh, which we can study and analyze and and uh, base our game plan around. And uh, they're, they're very athletic on defense, just like always. Same thing I said about UCLA uh, last week. I mean, they're right in the hotbed of Southern California's recruiting uh, and talent. The talent level down there is outstanding, and they're going to be talented every single year. That's never going to change. They're USC, and so they've got a lot of athletes on that defense defensive line is, is playing well. Um, so they've got guys really, you know, four and five star guys at every position. So that's going to make for a, uh, a formidable opponent, uh, no matter what the circumstances. There you go. That was head coach Kyle Whittingham. And we also talked to Kyle McDonald, the running backs coach for Utah, Solomon Enos, wide receiver and running back Devin Brumfield. But I really liked what Devin Lloyd had to say in Tuesday's media availability. Obviously, him being a captain, he has to try and keep these guys' spirits up as they've had two games canceled. And so here's Devin Lloyd as he talked with the media on Tuesday. Hey, Devin, a lot of this this lead-up to the season, we've talked to you about kind of your leadership role. Now that you've had two games canceled, what, what do you feel like has been your role in this and in, in being able to help guys stay ready and knowing that obviously this is a frustrating time for you guys? Yeah, um, biggest thing is just emphasizing that 
Um, we still got a game to play. Um, that's our mentality. Until they tell us otherwise, we still have a game to prepare for um, against a really good opponent in USC. So um, just getting guys to understand that um, there can be no fear or any doubt that, you know, that we're not going to play. You know, until that happens and that is confirmed, our mentality should be just uh, getting ready to dominate the next game. Devin, what has the last two weeks been like for you guys emotionally and also around the locker room, having getting ready for games every week and then having them be canceled on Friday? Yeah, um, I mean, devastating. Just, I mean, it's really just like the worst thing that like can happen for you like as a football player, especially now more than ever, you know, I mean, we already knew our games were limited. Um, and then to, for it just to happen the way it did, you know, like the day before, you know, I mean, everybody's mentality is, oh, we're good, we're going. And then it's just taken away from us. You know, the game we love is taken away from us. And, I mean, it's definitely devastating, but um, at the same time, um, you got to take it with a grain of salt and you got to look at the bright side, um, which is that we've gotten uh, tremendously better in the two weeks that we have been practicing. And, um, you know, we've gotten our uh, mental side of just preparing for teams the right way. We, we've done that right two weeks in a row. Um, so now we really feel comfortable with that. Um, and just, just overall, you got to just look at the bright side and understand that um, our time will come when we do play. And so, um, you know, we, we've just been preparing the right way and uh, just ready to just make it happen. So obviously you kind of touched on a little bit, you know, having your games canceled on Friday the day before is somewhat heartbreaking. What's your confidence level going into this week? You know, obviously you guys had a good practice yesterday. Hopefully you guys are getting you guys back healthy now. Is your confidence level higher, you know, maybe as of right now than it was, say, last Tuesday or even the previous Tuesday? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, the confidence, it just goes up every day uh, with preparation, you know. So whether we have would have played those games or not, um, you know, the confidence level is definitely supposed to rise every day just because you're preparing more, you know what I'm saying? You have more days to get better and work on something that you may not have been as good at the day before. So um, confidence rising should be um, a consistent thing. Um, you know, there's no sort of like, um, I guess you could say lack of confidence when it comes to uh, us missing those games. Yeah, Like it sucked, yes, but it's not, um, you know, it doesn't like diminish anything that we've done in terms of our preparation or getting better or anything. You know, obviously you guys are grinding all week and these games are not happening. You know, at, at times like this, how important is it that you guys are looking after yourselves in terms of your mental and emotional state? Um, yeah, it's at an all-time high. Um, I feel like, you know, guys on the team, um, this could really easily uh, just get to them mentally, psychologically. Um, it could put them in a state of depression. Um, but you have to look at it uh, from the positive side. And um, that's where uh, leadership comes in. Um, a big play, but I feel like, you know, you just have to look at it um, from the positive side and understand that we will hit the field eventually. And um, this is just a little adversity, that's all. But um, more than anything, you got to understand that uh, we will have our opportunity to play. Devin, what stands out to you about uh, this USC team, particularly the offense, uh, what you've seen their first two games of the season? Yeah, um, great playmakers uh, for as far as receivers down the field athletic O-line, and then they have a very, very um, good quarterback who can get the ball to them and deliver it accurately all across the field. Um, they have a up-tempo offense, um, so they're going to try to spread us out. They're going to try to hit us with RPO. They're going to try to hit us with some shots downfield. So 
uh, just like last year is going to be a test. And, um, you know, I, I think our guys are ready and uh, we're getting there. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited for the challenge. Devin, obviously with the two games canceled, you know, you had you were preparing for uh, two different types of opponents, but now you're going up against a team that's, you know, expected to win the South, expected to be one of the better teams in the Pac-12. How do you jump into a season knowing that you're you're really going against probably the best in the South at this point? Yeah, um, I, I look at it as um, exciting. You know, I mean, I you want to play because you want to play against the best. Um, I personally feel like, you know, all the preparation that we've been doing in the offseason, it's, you know, led us up to this point. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, 2020 coming back from this, this crazy year, why, what better way to start off than go against the best team in the power, uh, the best team in the pack or um, in the South, you know, two, two of the best teams, um, you know, in the pack. And, uh, I mean, I just feel like it's a perfect, perfect matchup. Um, so I can't wait. And there you go. That is Devin Lloyd. For more on that, head over to kslsports.com. And also keep tabs on this podcast as we will have an update on Friday as to whether or not the Utes will be playing against the USC Trojans because that's when the Trojans are supposed to hop on a, on an airplane and head to Salt Lake City, which means that it, it more than likely will mean game on. So um, make sure you guys keep tabs on that. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Crimson Corner Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's always powered by kslsports.com. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.